Average Gentleman Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Wesley, Jeff, and Guerra. April 14th. Below Average Gentleman, I'm your host, Wesley, joined by co-host, Weddle. Mm-hmm. Jeff is in Las Vegas. Slight sabbatical. He should be back next week, correct? I, I, he may be betting the entire house. I just hope I see him again. Four string Joe. Where's our new intro? <laughs> it was supposed to be here like a month ago. The uh, nah he he was supposed to record our new intro. Are we getting a whole new theme song? No, no, we're gonna keep the theme song. I just wanted it re-recorded with the yeah, because that's a. That's a top ten hit in the charts here in Southern yeah. Arizona. <laughs> the old does, does that song have a name? Bagman, Bagman anthem. Bagman anthem. The uh, we, I mean, we got some news to talk about. Yeah, like, baseball season. That's what we got to talk oh, about. Yeah, it was underway. So we missed last week. Yeah, I kept trying to work it out. Mm-hmm. Get people, get people here. Couldn't get it worked out. Uh huh. Like. You, no, it, it's fine to take a week off. You sometimes. were you were ducking, dodging, diving. Yeah, even the Lord rested on the seventh day, Wes. The uh, the because we we thought we could do it Friday, mm-hmm. Saturday, yep. Sunday, yep. and just kept getting filled up with stuff. Yeah, you know, you know, stuff going on. It's summer, Wes. <laughs> you know, coaching three or four leagues, <laughs> coaching t ball, <laughs> coaching t ball, coaching baseball. You know, there's a lot of stuff going on <laughs> down here, Southern Arizona. But uh, NFL news. Yep. We've got the draft coming up. We're two weeks away. Yep. Yep. Big the, time. I guess the, the big stuff people are watching here is I mean, where are these quarterbacks going? Mm-hmm. Um I I fully expect one, maybe two quarterbacks to go in the top ten. I expect it six. You got the Panthers at six. Yep. Yep. Ought to be the first one, right? Yep. And then and then also you, you have the Falcons at eight, which are also in a scenario where they could use a quarterback, correct? I just don't I don't see these guys. Like No, neither do I. But like EJ Manuel went in the first round. Like 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 this shit happens, bro. Like from a financial standpoint, these quarterbacks are in a spot where like, hey, thank God there's there's not many good quarterbacks yeah. out there because people are gonna reach for me. Because I, right? I I think you have teams like you look at Indianapolis and mm-hmm. you know, they unload Carson Wentz. They they dupe yeah. The Washington Commanders. Really pulled the wool over their eyes. Huh? What made was it? it sound like they had massive like interest in Carson Wentz. Yep. And then come to find out the Washington Commanders mm-hmm. the uh were the only team in on Carson Wentz. And they got the Washington Commanders to take his whole contract. Yeah, they totally swindled him. So I kept my ear to the ground on this one. And I tell uh my sources are telling me that couldn't there, happen to a better guy. There wasn't a team in the league. That was prepared to offer a third round pick for Carson Wentz. In turn, they got the commanders to give them not one, but two third round picks for a guy that a nobody con- in the league and was one of them was a conditional third. second. Correct? It, it, I mean, it's a highway robbery scenario. And Daniel Snyder. It couldn't happen to a better guy. And I feel really bad for Daniel Snyder because he's such a nice person. I don't. He's a terrible human. <laughs> There's a scenario where he doesn't have his team in, 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 no. in, in 12 to 18 months. So, the other big news, you know, let's just stay on the Washington let's Commanders talk here. About it. Yeah. The the Washington Commanders are they're accused right now of running two books. Yeah. 
Yeah. Essentially a book that they turn into the IRS that mm-hmm. has all the real stuff. Yep. Because you don't want to mess with the IRS. No, the, 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 the government will get their money somehow, some way. So here's the these congressional hearings going on about the Washington commanders. Mm-hmm. So supposedly the the alleged the alleged is that Dan Snyder had a second book. Not many people knew about it except this ex vice president that they had a second book where they weren't reporting all their ticket revenue mm-hmm. and the yep. revenue sharing that they had with the owners, mm-hmm. you know, we're make you know, we're not selling that many tickets, this and that. Mm-hmm. And so now Dan Snyder's in a situation. If it comes out that he gets caught, he stole from the other 31 billionaires. Yeah. There's an issue. Yeah. He's out, bro. He's look, it's a classic cook in the books scenario. All right, but usually you think about cooking the books like he was hiding it from. I at first, when I first heard about it, I thought he was hiding money from the IRS. Yeah, which I mean, that's possible. That People still do. Comes People do. But it looks like he was hiding money from the NFL, this multi-billion-dollar agency. I mean, how 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 do you think you're going to get away with something like this, bro? You're cutting off your nose to spite your face. It like you're a billionaire, bro. Like why are you penny pension? The, the the you know what I mean? You're th- these are. Not one percenters, like these are a quarter percent billionaires, and like this, this dude's trying to it, 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 he's almost like clipping coupons to save a couple bucks here. Now, what makes me think, I mean, typically in a situation like this, mm-hmm. you'd have people coming out if this happened, you know, this guy's done or whatever. I haven't heard one word from one owner. I guarantee you these owners, like these billionaire owners, they're sitting on it and they, they already know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they they know what they, they know, know what he did. They know they, what he did. They know what he did. Yeah. And they know like and if if this comes out to be true with these two books and he was essentially stealing money from the NFL yep. and thirty one over thirty one other billionaires, because mm-hmm. trust me, if this guy stole a penny from Mike Brown it's over. <laughs> this is this is almost I mean you're 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 a pro wrestling fan, correct? You watch the Royal Rumble? This is like when when your name's drawn in the Royal Rumble and and there's 12 people in the ring, and you run in there and and you punch each person once. And once you're done, the 12 dudes are going to team up on you and kick the shit out of you. No, That's what's going to happen to Daniel Snyder. He, he's the guy that hit under the ring. Yeah. For the whole match and comes out and tries to win. I mean, it seems like every off season it's something with this feeble man daniel snyder bro like whether it's ex-employees coming out there's books being written about how he treated employees how he treated women in the workplace now now he's stealing money from these he's he is he shouldn't own an nfl team i mean i i I see a scenario in the next handful of years where they they donald sterling his ass bro they're they're gonna take his team away from him and how crazy is it that we could run into a situation where the Broncos and the Washington Commanders yeah. have new owners in the next year. Yeah. Well, well, speaking of the Broncos, I don't know if you saw that. Uh, the Walton family, correct? Owners of Walmart. Billionaires. Big time money. There's something like there's something like 20, 20 people from that from that family tree or like billionaires or yeah. whatever. The, the, they're prepared to offer over four billion dollars for the Denver Broncos. And, and see, this is what I, I think is weird is that we look at it from a perspective of normal people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That Okay, if the Broncos are worth three billion dollars, mm-hmm. and I was a in in if I was a Jeff Bezos type money guy, mm-hmm. I'd go in there and offer him eight billion. Yeah, 
Uh, this is your classic Steve Steve Ballmer, right? Yeah. Steve Ballmer was one of the richest dudes, but in America, there's a reason those dudes have money, and they don't off, they don't make offers like that. Well, I guess this guy that's prepared to offer four billion dollars, he's a he's a, a I don't know a ne- nephew of Sam Walton, the the Walmart tycoon. I I read he's over he's worth over seventy billion dollars, and yeah, he's prepared to cut a check for four billion dollars to buy the Broncos. I mean, this is what Steve Ballmer did, right? Steve Ballmer, uh, diehard basketball fan his whole life. He's of the, the he's Apple money, correct? Isn't that what it is? The, yeah. the Microsoft, whatever the hell he's. I think it was Microsoft. Yeah, he was. Uh, what was it? Was Gates' right hand man, right? Gates is number two for years. Um, had lost bids before to buy NBA teams. I, I believe it was the Bucks and somebody else. Uh, so when the the LA Clippers came up, he said, "Fuck this, I'm." He bid something like like five billion dollars, which was, I think, a billion and a half more than anybody offered, just to secure the team. He didn't care. M- money's nothing. I just want to own an NBA team. So hopefully he's got real money, unlike Jerry Buss. <laughs> hey, how about that show, huh? <laughs> that show's Jerry phenom- Buss shows phenomenal. That 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 winning time show makes it sound like 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 me or you own the Lakers, and like he's 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 there. How he still ha- how that the Buss family still owns the Lakers. Is 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 wild. Six episodes into winning time. Oh, it's awesome. Great show. Great show. John C. Riley. Give him an Emmy now for his portrayal of not of Dr. Jerry Buss. That's Dr. Jerry Buss. Dr. Jerry Buss. Great show. So the uh Yeah, so that's gonna be something to watch is the commanders here. The they're this is this is wild. Mm-hmm. Um speaking of quarterbacks, what quarterback do you like the most in this draft, Wesley? Who do you like? Uh just from watching them mm-hmm. last year. Yeah, I mean, we haven't fully broken down tape. We're still a couple of weeks away. And I know, I, I know Malik Willis is yeah. flying up boards. Yep. Uh, yep. That's the sexy name. Uh, right Desmond, Desmond Ritter out of Cincinnati. Desmond Ritter. Yep. He's going up boards mm-hmm. because, like, he. I guess he's Ritter's really impressing people. You know, in interviews and everything about like he's a whiteboard guy. Like he's got he's got the smarts for yeah. it. He's a smart dude. Commands the room. But me watching games last year. Mm-hmm. I was a fan of Matt Corral. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and you've 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 been on that train for 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 and, for several months now. And I was I was also a fan of uh, uh, the Penn State. No, who's the other guy? Uh, just slipped th- my mind. Those are the four that I have that has some on my board. Correct. Uh, Kenny Pickett at a pit. I'm sorry, not pit. Not I, I kept thinking Penn State. It was Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett. I, so I, small hands. Small hands. We've talked about this. I I watching. Watching games mm-hmm. and seeing Matt Corral and Kenny Pickett make plays, I remember watching Kenny Pickett and Matt Corral and thinking, like, hey, man, those dudes can make throws. Yeah. yeah. And they stuck out to me just watching football. Mm-hmm. And, and like, I remember watching, if you watch a Bearcats game, I thought Desmond Ritter looked okay, mm-hmm. but didn't stick out to me as, like, hey, that, you know, that's a straight-up NFL quarterback. In, in, in the biggest spot of the year. in The, that, the in eye that, test. In that, uh. What was it? The, uh, I mean, because because they they did make the final four, right? The, yeah. The, the in his biggest spot against against a a really good Bama team looks small, correct? Mm-hmm. I get it. He didn't have the horses to 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 go head to head with 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 Bama, but like the, he he it didn't pop at all. Like there the, there there wasn't a throw in that game that I was like, oh, that that's a but the, it, that's an NFL guy there. But in turn, the the games I watched were. Kenny and and to be fair, I I don't remember watching that many Malik Willis games. Uh, uh you know what? It's there's only so many channels on Directv, and there wasn't a ton of Liberty games on. But, but 
when I watch Matt Corral and when I watch Kenny Pickett, they just watching them in the pocket and making plays. I was like that that dude can make NFL throws. Is is Kenny Pickett a fifth year kid? I don't know. He's a fourth or fifth year kid. That that's the knock on him. That why did it take so long for him to pop? In his defense, uh, your boy Joe Burrow didn't really pop until his final year at LSU. Correct? Yeah. And and uh, Ma- Malik. I mean, Kenny Pickett. Those are going to be the first two quarterbacks, right? Kenny Pickett, Malik Willis. We're not sure who's going first. Malik Willis. Everything I've read, uh, higher ceiling than Pickett. Pickett has a low, uh, higher floor. Uh, Pickett's comp. Everything I'm reading is a uh, Kirk Cousins. I mean, Kirk Cousins has made two hundred million dollars for this game. But yeah, like like if if uh, I get it, he was a fourth round pick. But I guarantee you, if you redraft, he's a top ten pick in that draft. Correct, Kirk Cousins. Yeah, yeah. And that was the draft with RG three. Uh, everything I'm reading says that the Panthers really like Kenny Pickett, and the Steelers really like Malik Willis. Malik Willis will not be there when the Steelers pick, un- unless they move up. Correct? Steelers are 15, 16, something like that. Yeah, 14. I think it probably depends on who who are the Panthers taking at six. That's going to start it off. Well, their owner's a wild card, Tepper, and then I- I'm reading that 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 uh, and he's the richest owner, right? Yeah, I think he bought the team for like two point two billion dollars a couple years ago. But he's he's kind of a wild man, bro. Uh, they're on the outs. Him and his head coach. Uh, what's the head coach's name? He was a Temple. He was at a the college guy. Oh, uh, Matt Rule. Yeah, Matt Rule. Uh, that neckbeard. That relationship is not long for this world. Matt Rule and and David Tepper. Like, it, I actually heard an interview today with McShay saying that like, don't be surprised if Matt Rule steps down because that's how miserable Tepper has made him last year. Like, he's dying to go back to college football, but. <laughs> he has a huge contract with Carolina, so he's he'd rather get fired than quit. You know what I mean? And then uh, on the quarterback talk, you had uh, Derek Carr, big contract. Yeah, good for him. Good for him. I mean, I mean, not as big as initially reported when you started looking at the the guaranteed. Money they gave him a no a, a no trade clause, correct? Yeah, I think I think that was. There's only there. there's only a couple of guys in the league that have that, and to I mean to have that kind of clout to have a no trade clause. Good for him. Love what the Raiders are doing. Had a great offseason, correct, from, from adding Chandler Jones, trading for Devontae Adams, re-upping David Carr, who, who I mean, in all reality, kind of gets disrespected, right? But he is a top top 10, top top 12 quarterback in the NFL, right? Yeah, I mean, he shows it year after year. Now he's playing. I mean, I don't see a scenario where he's got Devontae Adams, Hunter Renfro, Darren Waller. <clears throat> I mean, I, I kind of expect a good year from him. Definitely has has some weapons, and I kind of like the way Josh McDaniels is attacking this. When 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 he signed to the, the Broncos, didn't have a quarterback, right? The cupboard was empty, so he went out and drafted Tebow. That was a disaster. He he gets to 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 Las Vegas with the Raiders and says, "I ain't going through that shit again. No, We're and, locking this dude up." And what are you gonna find that's better than him? No, and and that's the thing. Derek Carr may get shit on a little bit here and there. I like Derek Carr, but. He's played pretty well, and and if you just want to equate it to fantasy, year after year, the guy finishes a QB1. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. QB1 being, what, a top 12 quarterback, correct? Yeah. So you had uh, Baker Mayfield went on a podcast and said he felt disrespected by the Browns and that uh, he wished he could go boo some fans or something like that. Every time Baker Mayfield – I mean, first of all, what the fuck kind of a name is Baker? You know what I mean? But every time Baker Mayfield opens his mouth, 
he just he becomes more unlikable, right? Yeah. He's an unlikable person. I get it, bro. You got a chip on your shoulder. Nobody believed in you. But at some at some point, that shit stops, dude. You're you can't Heisman. say no one believed in you yeah. when you were drafted first yeah. overall. You were a Heisman Trophy winner coming out of college. You were the number one pick in the draft. All right. At some point, that shit has to stop, dude. Being mad at the world because you're disrespected. Unless, like, nah, Baker Mayfield. And, and it's a business, bro. What are the Browns supposed to do? Like, well, not try to get better because the guy that they traded for, 22 suits be damned, is a better NFL quarterback than you are. So the the clips I heard from it, he mentioned something about, I had four head coaches in four years, and I get that. Like, dude hasn't had any. It's a bitch move to come out and say but, that, though. But Cleveland hasn't provided him any stability, mm-hmm. and I'll give him that. Like, mm-hmm. they didn't, you know, they change things on him every year. Yeah. But he's in, it's a business. Mm-hmm. These are billionaires running a billionaire business. And these guys that are in charge now, because he said, well, they told me one thing and they did another. So, you know, I don't have, they don't, you know, I have a problem with respect for them. That's life, brother. Well, here it is, a a billion dollar business in Cleveland. Mm -hmm. And this dude, these aren't the guys that drafted him. Mm -hmm. He was like, these guys coming in. Like it's a business. You have to their their vision's different than what yours is. Yeah. This this new this new regime that came in, their vision's Deshaun Watson. Yeah. John Dorsey and and Hugh Jackson and and Freddie Kitchens, right? That was Team Baker. That, that that's the one that handpicked him to lead this franchise. They haven't been there for the last couple of years, dude. So so the GM that they have now, the head coach that they have now, Stefanski, they don't owe him shit. You, so if they see a window where they can improve their team and advance their chances to win more football games, because at the end of the day, that's what in, that's what the and, business is. They're going to do it. And you're the quarterback. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to be like, you know, you're the face of the franchise. Mm-hmm. And in four years, you've won. You've made it to one playoff yeah. and, and won one game. Yeah. Like, it, is that acceptable from your quarterback play? He, he's had four seasons. He's had one good, not great season, and three bad seasons, right? That's what's happened. Because, and no team, I mean, say what you want about the Browns. They, they've been a shit show for, for the last three decades. But they have done... From a personal standpoint, they have done a really good job to put some really good players around Baker Mayfield, and it hasn't worked. So, yeah, dude, like he's got one year left at a, I, I think it's eighteen point eight million coming up, right? Because it's 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 a fifth year rookie option that they picked up. Uh, the Browns really don't need to trade him because there's a scenario where Deshaun Watson is suspended for the whole season, yeah, or he's suspended for eight games or ten games or six games, whatever it is. We don't know. So yeah, dude, Baker Mayfield might. He says he won't, but. If he wants to collect that money, like he might have to start a couple games for the Browns. And if I'm him, I look at that like this is my audition. Yeah, this is my four game, five game, six game, whatever it is, audition to show the rest of the league, like that I can do this. And then what hurts him is from a contract standpoint. If you trade for Baker Mayfield, you have him for one year. You're gonna have to pay him if you want to keep him. And the going rate for quarterback, a la Derek Carr, we just saw some like forty million dollars a year. And I am not comfortable if I'm a general manager giving forty million dollars a year to Baker Mayfield. Now you probably would be comfortable giving forty million dollars a year to Kyler Murray. So Kyler Murray's agent has pulled, ha, has now pulled the original their offer to the team off the table. So this sounds like it's at a complete standstill at this point. And now Kyler Murray to me is in the same situation here. And I I look at him; he's more talented. He's this dude's better than Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. And he's probably worth some money, yeah. but 
here it, he's going into his fourth year, made it to one playoff, and no playoff wins. Where do you stand now with uh, Kyler? I mean, it's being reported and, that and he, Arizona is saying they are. There's no chance they're going to trade him. Well, if that's the case, then we're going to have to pay him, right? I mean, I feel like he has the the leverage, what, here, right? Well, kind of, but I mean, like you're looking at Arizona can fifth year option him. Yep. yep. Arizona can then franchise him. Yeah, and can I, they do a second franchise? Yeah, mathematically, they 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 control him for the next four years. Correct? He's in year. He's just played season three, four year franchise him on the on the or rookie contract on the fifth does franchise, a dude, franchise. Does a dude like this pull the Deshaun Watson? I mean, he he's 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 a different kind of dude, right? I look at Kyler Murray and I kind of see like a like a Kyrie Irving type of deal, right? He's his own guy. He doesn't give a shit what people think about him. He's not a real. He's not the first guy you invite to go have a beer with. You know what I mean? He he he's into Kyler. Kyler Murray is into Kyler Murray, right? He's not a leader. He's his his wants and his needs are above what anybody else wants or needs on that team. You know what I mean? And I get it. Most superstars get that treatment, but I feel like it's a little extreme with him. And if you're the Cardinals, like, look, dude, you drafted this guy first overall with the intention of him being your franchise quarterback for 10 years. So, yeah, man, you're probably going to have to pay him. And right now you would think, yeah, they have to pay him, but, like, it sounds like they're so, they're in such disarray in contract talks. It's absolutely ridiculous. And I and his agent has come off uh, obtuse. And and small, in my opinion, small minded. He put out that that fucking company that shit where he said about, about everything that he did and all everything. He's I get it. They've improved all three seasons, but I feel like he's gone about this the wrong way. And and he's he's kind of fucked this up from the start. The GM, right? Which which coincidentally is also the same. I'm sorry. Uh, his agent is the same agent that Cliff Kingsbury just has. So you would feel like there'd be some kind of synergy between him and the team to to make this a smooth transition. And if anything, it, it it's been anything but, correct? And and that's what I don't understand. I wouldn't I wouldn't bat an eye to the three or four year deal where you're getting forty million dollars a year. I'm sure Kyler Murray and his agent expect and want to be the highest paid player in the history of the NFL. What and and the Cardinals Deshaun Watson getting two hundred and thirty million guaranteed dollars, guarantee you. Now Kyler's like, oh, I want that now. I want that now. In, in part, of, like I can, I can understand them wanting that. Mm-hmm. And and like I said, I wouldn't bat an eye to. Okay, well, you know, we'll give you, you know, we'll give you a four year, you know, four year forty million dollar a year deal, and I don't care how much is guaranteed. Whatever is guaranteed, he's gonna play it out. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that's the same. Like, I mean, when it. When it comes up for Burrow's contract, I mean, Burrow, you know, if Burrow's make, you know, when Burrow signs a contract for forty to fifty million a year, they're probably give that guy a planet. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm not going to bat an eye to what they offer Burrow. <laughs> like, I mean, you see what he offers. I mean, Lamar Jackson just completed year four, correct? Uh, MVP, and right? by by all accounts, the reason he doesn't have a contract is because he hasn't even cared to sit down and talk about it. Yeah, yeah. Like he doesn't have an agent. It's him and his mom yeah, going and, at this, right? And when they interviewed uh, Harbaugh, Harbaugh said, "Like, 
hey, when when he wants to talk about it, we'll sit down and talk about it. And Ravens owner was uh, pretty staunch about the fact that Deshaun Watson getting $230 million uh, wasn't happy with, with the Browns for doing that because guess what, dude? Like the, Now he's going to have to pony up something for a guy who's who's won an MVP, who's won a couple playoff games, right? Yeah, I mean, the, I think the Browns upset a few franchises with that move. Ah, man. I don't know. I mean, the, I mean, if David Carr can command forty million dollars a year, yeah, dude. Like Kyler, Kyler wants the Deshaun deal. Lamar probably wants the Deshaun deal the, now. They want the Mahomes deal, the ten-year, five hundred million dollars. They deal. want the deal of a guy who's won multiple playoff games and a Super Bowl and an MVP, which, yeah, which and, Kyler has won nothing. And that's that's the that's the bargaining chip that the Cardinals have. It's like, hey man, like we want. You know, we want the Patrick Mahomes deal. Good. Hey, man, Patrick Mahomes has won playoff games, mm-hmm. been to four straight AFC championships, won a Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and people can say what they want. Oh, they've been to four AFC championships in a row and only won one Super Bowl. And I'm like, hey, man, like, as a Bengals fan, if you told me that, the Bengals are going to make it to four straight AFC championships and only win one Super Bowl, I'll take it. Deal. Yeah. I mean, I, at the end of the day, I'm just happy that Kyler Mahomes put it, the his Cardinal stuff back on his social media, Instagram, and Twitter. <laughs> that means we're moving towards the right direction <laughs> to hopefully put this all to bed and get back to winning football games. Yeah. You got uh, any interest in Russell Wilson's home for $36 million? Hey, what what a jerk, man. He bought that shit for like $4.5 million, and now he's selling that shit for $36 million? Well, maybe he put some money into it. I don't think he put $30 million into that shit. It probably has a full football field. It probably has basketball courts and all kinds of sporting stuff. I bet you that house is unlimited. <laughs> unlimited. Unlimited. Hey, dude, listen. I'm not, you know, as as a... As a as a endomorph myself, uh, I've been seeing Russell Wilson uh, courtside at some basketball games. He's looking a little bit doughy. Am I out of bounds there? He's looking a little bit doughy, and as a shorter guy, like he's gonna wear that more than a six six quarterback. I'm just saying. I mean, it, it, it's the off little, season, dude. It looks like he's been eating a lot of tortillas in the off season. As a yeah. guy who eats a lot of tortillas, it's the off season. <laughs> he looks a little doughy to me. That's all I'm saying. I don't know. Would I be pumped if he's my quarterback? Yeah, but I don't know. I'm just saying. Like sometimes, what's what's the line? It's easy to, it's hard to get up and train when 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 you're sleeping in silk sheets, right? But I mean, he trains 22 hours a day. I don't know how he had time to go to a basketball game. Russell, did you see? Did you, you're such a liar, Russell Wilson. Did you see he he went on a he went on a like a like a 6 day vacation to the to the Bahamas or something like that with his family. And he said that while on vacation that he watched all 17 Broncos games twice while he was on vacation. That's ridiculous, right? He's a liar. That, that's ridiculous. How can I trust this guy to lead my franchise when I can't trust him? Not a Russell Wilson guy. He's the he's 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 the fakest guy in the NFL. Do you agree with that? Do you agree with that? Yeah, I mean, like, I, I'm all about his talent, and and that's the thing. It's like, it, it's easy to make fun of the guy mm-hmm. if he's not on your team. Yeah, if he was my quarterback, I'd be like, hey, you know, do whatever you want as long as you're winning. Russell Wilson was was such a by the end of his tenure with the Seahawks was such a nuisance that that the the, the leadership there in Seattle 
chose sides with a 72-year-old head coach. They took Pete Carroll's side and said, we we want Pete Carroll when they could have kept Russell Wilson and just done whatever he wanted. Like, that. that's how tough of a... Well, I mean... Because if Russell, if I own the Seahawks and Russell Wilson, uh, a 30, what is he, 33, 34-year-old quarterback, uh, uh, multiple playoff wins, won a Super Bowl, knocks on my door and says, it's either me or Pete Carroll. I immediately call Pete Carroll in and I fire him, bro. And 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 while Russell Wilson's sitting in front of me, we look at resumes for the next And I, I agree with you because part of the reason Russell Wilson was getting fed up with Pete Carroll mm-hmm. was the way the offense was running. Didn't let him cook. He didn't. Didn't, didn't let him cook. Didn't let him throw the ball. No. They, Pete Carroll wanted to be a smash mouth, s- smash mouth running power eye wing T. Yeah, I mean, it, it absolutely ridiculous prehistoric like, offense. And it seems like every Seahawks game was like, "Hey, we're gonna run the ball for fifty minutes, and then when we're down in the fourth quarter, Russ, go do something special." Yeah, right. Like, bring us back. I, I don't. I don't the, the fact that they chose Pete Carroll over Russell Wilson, like that. That just whoo. I I don't understand the, that one. The worst thing I think you can hear in today's NFL mm-hmm. is when a coach comes, we need to get back to running the ball. I'm yeah. like, hey, fire that guy. Yeah. So, 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 uh, what's his name? Paul, the, the owner of the Seahawks, uh, computer tycoon, Paul Allen, Paul Allen, right? On, on the Seahawks, on the Blazers. Uh, he died a couple years ago, two, three, four years ago, something like that. Since he's passed away, his daughter is taking the reins, doesn't give a shit about football. All right. So, so essentially, she's a business. Yeah. Uh, essentially, Pete Carroll and the GM. Run that franchise with an iron fist, dude. Like, go go back and look at... They have not... They have had six shit drafts in a row, that team. All right? This is a team that took Rashad Penny in the first round. All right? This is a team that traded two first-round picks for the the eighth-best safety in in, 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 in in the NFL and Jamal Adams. Like, they, they've, they have done, from a player personal standpoint, they have done a terrible job. In, in, terrible job. Not like in the differences... You look in the same division. Look what the Rams have oh done when they God. trade for a when they use when the Rams use a first round pick. They're bringing in a player, and now the Rams are being rumored in 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 uh, having interest in 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 the Honey Badger, Tyron Matthew, and having interest in in uh, Stephen Gilmore. So, like, I don't understand the Bears who have zero talented players, and they have a quarterback on a rookie contract, couldn't afford to keep Allen Robinson. Yeah, the the Rams. Just, just, just gave. There was no way, there was zero percent chance. No matter what they offered Allen Robinson, he was going to stay yeah, there after being franchised. But, but I'm, I'm just saying, like that was their alley. Like, oh, we, we, we can't afford that because the, the Rams just gave a billion dollars to Matt Stafford. Have the highest paid quarterback in the NFL. Have the highest paid defensive lineman in the NFL. Uh, uh, signed Allen Robinson. Um, Co- Cooper Cup is 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 redoing his contract. He'll probably be a top two, three, four quarter uh, running. Wide receiver in the NFL, and they're still being rumored in in getting Honey Badger in 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 in, in getting Stephen Gilmore, like Bobby how, Wagner. But Bobby Wagner signed for ten million dollars. Like, like like what? I don't un, if if I'm the owner of the Bears and I see what the Rams are doing and I see what we've done. Like it's a hard cap and it's a hard floor. All right, so all teams. It's not like baseball where, where, where the Yankees can can have a $300 million payroll and, and the poor Pirates of Pittsburgh have pay, pay their entire fucking franchise $17 million. Like, you have to be... But it, it's but like something sal- 220 and 240. But a lot of times the salary cap's so fake in the NFL. Yeah, yeah, but I'm just saying, higher... Like, how much better is the Rams capologist than, say, the the Jets cap or the Giants capologist, and, and the part, Bears capologist? And part of that is, like, you see players like Bobby Wagner, Tyron Matthew, who will easily go to a team like that because it's, hey, this team is all about 
trying to win a Super Bowl. I get to live in sunny Not, Southern California and be for a cool, cool head coach. Or I can go to Chicago and be on their five-year plan to get back to the playoffs. Man. Man. I think it's crazy that the Jets and the Giants have not been able to get any marquee free agents, maybe with the exception of the the Giants did sign that wide receiver last year. What was his name? Galladay. Yeah, Galladay. But you have the – I mean, you look at the teams – you look at some of these teams in free agency that went all in. You Mm -hmm. had the the Raiders went all in. They traded for Devontae Adams and paid him. They bring in Chandler Jones. Mm -hmm. They – then you go – so the – then you have the – Chargers over there. Mm-hmm. They the Chargers bring in they trade for Khalil Mack. They start yeah. they bring in the best JC Jackson. Cor- JC Jackson, yeah. the best cornerback on the, on the market. On the market. Hands down, yeah. Then you see these other teams the way they're handling it. And I don't know, like, hey man, I'll even throw in Cincinnati on that. Yeah, yeah. They, oh yeah. They they, Cincinnati, they definitely fixed what was wrong with them. Cincinnati franchised Jesse Bates. Mm-hmm. They they franchised Jesse Bates, hold him over for another yeah, year. Then I'll hold for a year. And then Bring in three offensive linemen, yeah. completely rebuild their offensive yeah. line in the offseason. Mm-hmm. And they, I mean, Cincinnati had to, they looked at what they had and they're like, hey, we need an offensive line. Like, that's what kept us from a Super Bowl win. Yeah. And they're bringing back every player other, you know, other than these three offensive linemen. And here we are, what, a couple of weeks before the draft, and the Bengals are being disrespected by Las Vegas and the odds makers, correct? I mean, that's fine. Disrespected. Like, <laughs> Bulletin board material type of shit. But it's, I mean, but part of, you you can't just say it's disrespect when you look at the Ravens and they were absolutely decimated by injury. The Ravens team you're going to see this year is going to be, is going to be completely different than the Ravens team that was on the field last year. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. And that's going <laughs> to, I mean, they're. Their their wide receiver they drafted in the first round like he didn't play half the season. Lamar Jackson missed a bunch of games. They lost was it three or four running backs? Yeah, I mean they were down to they lost two. They're, they're two starting running the the Latavius first. Latavius Murray was like their best running back yeah. last year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The the I mean when you're getting back Dobbins and all these dudes back and then their their cornerback the. Play after play when their running back went down and then their best cornerback on the – it was Humphreys, right? Yeah, yeah, Marlon Humphreys. I mean, the, the Ravens are a completely different team. Yeah. I mean, that that's a tough mm-hmm. division. The The AFC West and the AFC North, those are going to be – those are heavyweight fights every Sunday when when, 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 when those teams collide, correct? Yeah, it's going to be – like, it should be fantastic. But the there's, there's teams going in there all in on free agency and like, hey, like – Screw a five-year plan. Like, we're, you know, win it now. Yeah. And then you look at teams like the Bears, and hell, man, like, I'm, like, I'm borderline throwing the Cardinals and the Colts in on this because the way way they've handled free agency. Yeah, they've they've done a a feeble job. The Cardinals looked like they were an all-in team last year. They signed J.J. Watt, and they're like, don't worry, Chandler. We're signing JJ because we got to win this year. But your contract's coming. Uh, Chandler's on the Raiders now. I would rather have Chandler Jones for two years than have JJ Watt for four. Am I? <laughs> am I nuts? Am no. I nuts? Am I nuts? No. Am I nuts? Because JJ Watt doesn't play. <laughs> I feel like I can get more juice from two seasons of Chandler Jones than I can from 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 four five years of JJ yeah. Watt. It, I mean it. 
I get it. I love the Instagram videos. And then, I love it. And then even the 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 way that I get, you know, you move on from Carson Wentz, you bring in Matt Ryan for the mm-hmm. Colts, yep. and they didn't do anything else. Yep. And 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 then you have their their GM on other podcasts sitting there. I think Chris he, Ballard. Chris Ballard comes on McAfee and he's like, "Yeah, I mean, you just got you know, be patient. We're going to make moves." And it's like, "No, nah, dude." Like yeah. you bringing in Julio Jones or AJ Green isn't a move anymore. Yeah, like that. That uh, you can't bring in a ten-year wide receiver and say that's a move. They had a nice window, it seemed like, right where they weren't paying a quarterback a ton of money. They had the best offensive line in football. They they had a, a, a monster at running back, right? Maybe not the greatest receiving core, but but Darius Leonard, a, a good young defense that you weren't paying yet, right? They, yeah. they they were always amongst the teams that 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 could spend money and never did, never did, and is. Now with Matt Ryan at quarterback, is that window they went into free shrinking? they went into free agency with more money mm-hmm. than any other team in the NFL. Yep, and they and came out of free agency with Matt Ryan. Yeah, who uh, and and I I'll I'll die on this hill. I like that move, but not not when you have. I, okay, fine. You bring in Matt Ryan. Maybe not the worst move in the world. Mm-hmm. He's the complete opposite of Carson Wentz. Won't make the stupid ass rolling his two ankles on one play and, you know, throwing the ball straight up in the air for a pick six. Yeah. Matt Ryan's a complete opposite of Carson Wentz, and I like that about him. Mm-hmm. But you have the most money in free agency, and then you you turn around and you see other teams that didn't have as much money as you, uh, a la the Raiders. Yeah. Oh, well, the, oh, the Raiders went and traded for Devontae Adams. Mm-hmm. Oh, that would have been cool in Indy. Yeah. Yeah. That. Signed Chandler Jones. Yeah. Gave a billion dollars to, to, to Derek Carr. Yeah. They they paid Derek Carr, mm-hmm. signed Chandler Jones, get Devontae Adams and pay him. Yeah. And you're like, hey, like, you guys had more money than that. And 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 Jimmy Ursay, uh and you had Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. I mean, Jonathan Taylor's making like like two million dollars a year right now. Yeah, it's they right? They have he's the second round draft pick. Un like I just I don't understand how a team and that's where the Cardinals had a lot of money. Mm. And here you, you have DeAndre Hopkins. Mm-hmm. You have Kyler Murray. Mm-hmm. It maybe needed a running back. No. Not, you know. Con- Connor had a fantastic year last year. But maybe needed a running back. And they do nothing. No. Didn't re-sign Chandler. No. Let these dudes walk. What do they need? Offensive linemen? No. They, they finally signed one. You know, twenty days in the free agency, all the way from UTEP, right? But I mean, Gi- giant second round draft pick. But it just blows my mind. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, what would the the guy that signed with the Dolphins, Taron Armstead? Yeah. I mean, what would have that meant to the Cardinals? Yeah, absolutely. I'd buy a Taron Armstead jersey if he was wearing the Sedona red. <laughs> uh, disappointing. I mean, we'll see. I mean, there, this this. There's still a lot of pieces moving around. We got the draft coming up, what, in a couple weeks? End of the month. Wait. But the point is, you had the Cardinals last year. Yep. Make it to the playoffs and lose their game, right? Yep. Yep. Have they done anything? No, they've gotten worse. Have they done anything to tell you that they can make it to the playoffs this year and win a game? No. No, especially in 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 a, like... And that's the point. Look, I like I don't the see roster, w- but they haven't gotten any better. I don't see where the 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 Colts haven't done anything telling me they can get farther than what they did last year. Yeah, I haven't seen the Cardinals do anything to say they can get farther than what they did last year. Mm-hmm. Now the Chargers, 
Raiders and some of these other teams. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. they're all in. The they, entire AFC West is all in. They should I, secede and have their own championship. The I AFC didn't West. see the Patriots do anything that tells me that they can get farther than what they did last year. They don't have an offensive coordinator right now. The Patriots. No, it's, it's Belichick has lost his mind. Yeah, like I mean, it's it's like some dude with Alzheimer sitting there running. You know, like he he forgot to get an offensive coordinator. Yeah, I don't, I don't get that one. I guess he's calling the plays. I mean, I don't think he has a defensive coordinator, right? The, the, no, the, they're the all, title. they're all just assistants. Yeah, he's leaning on on Patricia and 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 Steve the Animal Steel Belichick. Uh, and I'm telling you right now, like, yeah, Mac Jones is accurate. That dude is not going to win you games when you're down ten points. No, mac and cheese. <laughs> I mean, that's. <laughs> I call him Mac and Cheese. I mean, if if Mac Jones was in this draft, does he go? I mean, is he the first quarterback off the board? I don't know, dude. Problem? I I I don't. That's what I'm not sold on that. Because I know like, Kenny Pickett and 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 Willis are are better athletes than Malik Jones. Um, I mean, better athletes than uh, than uh, Mac Jones. Mac Jones, right? I don't know. I I, I don't. I feel like Belichick is still holding a grudge on Robert Kraft for the whole Jimmy Garoppolo debacle. And 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 <laughs> right? He's that kind of guy. Hey, can we talk about the Tom Brady to Miami that almost happened that didn't happen and then like you did are are did you read about that story? Yeah. I mean in the I think the thing on that story is if it's true or not. Like well, I mean reputable sources have have confirmed that yeah, that this was the game plan. But that he was going to – so it was reported, uh, I think it was a Boston Globe writer or something like that, right? Tom Brady was going to retire from, from from football, the Bucks, join up with the Dolphins in a whatever part owner front office type of gig. They were going to bring in Sean Payton as the head coach, Rooney Rule be damned, right, as the head coach. And then as this – Would their owner have allowed them to win? <laughs> As they transitioned into the the Sean Payton era, Tom Brady would unretire and play in Miami for a year or two, and then the whole lawsuit with uh, Brian Flores, Rooney Rule, all that. Brady said, "Oh, nah, I'm I'm straight. Like I'll just I'll just go get Bruce Arians fired and 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 play with the Bucks for another year or two, and and right? Yeah, I mean that. I mean that in, in my head, this scenario makes perfect sense." And then and then Bruce Bruce Arians, who is probably the most anti front like what's he gonna do? Break down tape and scout? That dude doesn't want to do that shit, dude. That guy wants to have some cocktails before happy hour starts. Like that's that's Bruce Arians. And then Bruce Arians is, has been going on tour. Like he had an interview last week where he said Tom Brady gets too much credit. Tom Brady gets too much credit for what happened with the Bucks. That Byron Leftwood should get way more credit. Like there's they're they're bickering with each other through the media and and I, I don't know. I don't know. That was definitely a Tom Brady call, right? To get Bruce Arians out of there. Oh, it had. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it had to be in the end. No. Like it would, he just didn't want to work with the dude. And I think, I think what, if you look back on it, like what you can break down, Brady probably got sick mm-hmm. of being a twenty plus year quarterback, multiple Super Bowl winner, and this idiot mm-hmm. is sitting there, you know, after a game and putting him on blast. Yeah. And he's like, "Hey, dude! Like, we're we're well past me being on blast for a game loss. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, he's he's not talking about Mac Jones. He's talking about the goat. Yeah, like keep keep keep, keep the goat's name out your mouth. Yeah, like, 
Brady can hold up his hands. Yeah. And and I got it. Hey, Bruce, be happy that Brady came in there, got you your elusive ring. Yeah. It you was know. it was almost like a Freddie Prince Jr. sees all that moment, right? Like <laughs> like Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback in the history of the NFL, chose to go to Tampa Bay and turn them into a fucking prom. Queen. And and if you remember in that Super Bowl run, mm-hmm. that they sucked. Yeah. Like they sucked mm-hmm. under Bruce Arians' system. They were wild card until until they started switching to the to the system that Tom Brady wanted to run. Yeah. He was he he wanted to be the the, I mean the the no risky no biscuit going downfield no fullback uh, play action to the house I mean that that's that's historically been yeah. when that, they that's the reason Big Ben Roethlisberger is on crutches probably for the rest of his life but that's because of Bruce Arians offense that that Super Bowl run they had once they switched to you know once they you know finally like halfway through the season turned ten games into the season turn around Tom like hey man like can you figure out how to win this for us yeah. like. And like, yeah, let's bring in AB. Mm-hmm. Let's do this and this and this. Yeah. And like, we're gonna run my offense. Yeah. And and the Bucks division is the anti AFC West, right? Between the b- between the Panthers and the Saints, like like there's who's the second best quarterback in the division? West is it Sam Darnold? Oh, is man. it Jameis Winston? I mean, it might be whoever it, the the Panthers draft. Is it Marcus Mariotto? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. that. To, I can see Tom Brady saying, "Like, hey man, I don't love Tampa, but I'm guaranteed to have a home playoff game if I go back to the Bucks. I am guaranteed to have a home playoff game." Yeah. And, I mean, and after that, what, once you get a couple of home playoff games, yeah, bro, you got a chance. You you got a chance to get a Super. Bowl. And he's still he's going back to Evans mm-hmm. Godwin, and and everything I'm reading, him and Byron Leftwich have a great relationship. They're they're attached at the hip for the whole week of preparation. And and that, I mean, that's the main reason. Byron I'm, glad, I'm glad he. I'm glad they got over like Brady breaking into his house. <laughs> to, I mean, you saw that, right? Yeah. That, I mean, that's a felony in some states. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad they got. They were able to get over Brady breaking into his house when he first got down to Tampa. Everything that I've read said not only did Tom Brady want Bruce Arians out, but he chose Todd Bowles to be the head coach, not Byron Leftwich, because he wants Byron Leftwich attached to his hip. In preparation, putting put, put together an offensive game plan. If Byron Leftwich was the head coach, he would lose a little bit of that face time with him, with, correct? How how would you feel though if you were Leftwich and like, well, like I didn't get a promotion because like I'm too good at my job? Yeah, like, b- believe it or not, that shit happens in this world. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> the yeah, I mean, imagine being Leftwich on that one. Like, sure. hey, Tom Brady chose our head coach, but. You know, he says you're too good at the offensive yeah. coordinator, so we can't promote you. Yeah. But Byron Leftwich will probably be a head coach next year. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, he's done a phenomenal job down there. Yeah. All right, we got the uh, NBA playoff games. Just uh, the playoff play in games. Yeah, some some intense, some intense games. Okay, in, what in I the took. Play-in. You know, Brooklyn. Yeah, they, those dudes teed off. Yeah, yeah, like, absolutely. And you have to be scared if you're looking at like. The worst team in your conference yeah. has KD yeah. and Kyrie. Yeah, I mean they're and, they're they're playing the two seed in Boston, right? <laughs> Boston had this terrific year, second half of 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 of, of, uh, of the season. They were probably the best team in the Eastern Conference, and now your reward is you get to stare Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant for a seven game series. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. Over over under sixty five points. A game combined average for Kyrie 
and Kevin Durant in the series. So that's what they're going to need to win the series. My, you can oh, get it at FanDuel. The Nets winning the series on FanDuel is 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 like a plus plus one twenty. Your boy's on that. So uh, my my only other takeaway from these play in games, I didn't have too many takeaways from the play on games. No. My other takeaway, I didn't like that people were upset about old boy celebrating. Yeah, I, I'm with you. Because I'm with you. You, I remember, and maybe it comes from a you know hometown team thing. Yeah. In Patrick Beverly, old Bev, yeah, Pat Bev. They 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 get into the playoffs mm-hmm. and this dude starts celebrating yeah. and people, oh, that's ridiculous! Yeah. Act like you've been there before. He hasn't. Yeah, they haven't. So Patrick and, Beverly has been in the playoffs every year, uh, uh, the last whatever. But from from a from a franchise standpoint, the Minnesota Timberwolves, you got to understand, they have been a a bottom of the basement franchise in the NFL. They, they, they had a nice run there with Kevin Garnett and Latrell Sprewell and Sam Cassell flips Saunders at head coach. But this team has won exactly one playoff game. Not one series. One playoff game in the last 13 years. So, yeah, dude, for them to clinch and, and, and be the seventh seed and get themselves with, with, and with, with their best player having a terrible game, right? Carl Anthony Towns, Cat, had a bad game. Uh, uh, they were carried by uh, uh, Anthony Edwards. And and uh, yeah, Carl Anthony Towns had something like eleven points. Yeah, I mean he he committed fourteen fouls. He was lucky they called him for six. And and that's what I had a like. I remember people were getting mm-hmm. they were getting on Obev for mm-hmm. celebrating. And there's a backstory to that though too. But I kind of like I understood how the Timberwolves felt because I remember just a number of months ago. Yeah. When the Bengals beat the Chiefs yep. in the regular season, yep. and they started celebrating because they won the AFC North for the first yep. time in five years, if you act like you've been there before, I'm like, hey, man, like, mm-hmm. none of these guys have. Yeah, the city of Minneapolis, and, Minnesota has nothing nothing to apologize for, all right? No. They, the fans care. The players care. The franchise cares. Like, that, that that's special. That means something. Yeah. No, oh, they were celebrating like they won the NBA championship. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, who cares? The memes were like, fantastic. The me- the memes were fantastic. It was a uh, the Kevin Garnett Minnesota. This is for you. The 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 Pat Bev ripping off his shirt and throwing it into the crowd. Uh, there was there was a picture of Jordan when he won his first NBA championship, hugging the trophy, crying. It's his Pat Bev in the locker room, clinching the seventh <laughs> seed. It, it was great. It, it was it was it was comical. But no, man, g- good for Minnesota getting into the playoffs. Uh, no, they've. Because why why can't they beat one of these other teams? Yeah, I mean I mean they they're they're, they're a talented squad, bro. D'Angelo I mean, Russell's on that team. Anthony Edwards number one overall pick. Carl Anthony is number one overall pick. Pat Bev's playing defense. I like their young head coach. Uh, no, they they've had a fine year. Do I think that they? Memphis is a two seed, all right. Like John Moran hasn't played in twenty games. You know, I hope I hope it comes to them like, you know, how it did for the Bengals with the every game they win. I hope that you know everyone just keeps telling. Oh, that was their that was their championship. Yeah. That was their NBA championship, and they just keep winning. And 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 it was extra special for Pat Beverly because it was against the Clippers, right? His old team. Uh, he was insulted with the contract offer when he was a free agent. He thought he deserved a little more than than what Steve Ballmer and and, and the Clippers gave him. Took it personal. Went and signed with with uh, Minnesota. Met them in the playoffs and and beat them, dude. So yeah, like that that that's gonna be a little more special than just. Being your run of the mill team, being a team that you failed, disrespected you in contract negotiations. Yeah, I mean, I get, so my two takeaways were the Pat Bev thing, mm-hmm. and then of course the your seven seed Brooklyn Nets, yeah, and just coming out there like two players 
you know, two players scoring border what almost eighty points, and yeah. you're just like, yeah. oh fuck. <laughs> and just before we went on the air today, it was announced that Ben Simmons, who hasn't played in the whole year, right? He is uh, shooting to be back games three, four, five of the first round. So, I mean, he he's he's an all defensive caliber player, right? We we know his struggles on offense and at the free throw line, but if he can come in and and just just lock up Jason Tatum in that series. Like that's going to be his role, right? They're not going to expect anything from him on offense. But if he can come in and give him, you know, 12, 15, 18 minutes a night chasing around Jason Tatum and and making it hard for him to score, like like that's going to that's kind of a weapon to have in that series, I guess, right? Yeah. The uh the MLB. Talk to me. What we Baseball's got? back. Baseball's back. I joined uh I joined Weto's Fantasy Baseball League. Order Baseball 12, Dulce. I, I have, I don't know who any of the players that were that I drafted. You're not supposed to say that, man. I learned who Garrett Cole was uh, the day before the draft. Yeah, off to a shaky start, Garrett Cole. Two starts, two unimpressive starts. Yeah, I mean, it's all right. I'll win the whole thing, and I'll be the smartest fantasy baseball player of all time. But uh, takeaways from the... From the first set of, uh, yeah, one week into the season, and the star Vladimir made it is is Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Right, he hit three home runs. Was it last night against Garrett Cole? I mean, this dude is a tank of a human being, son of Hall of Fame legend Vladimir Guerrero of of the Expos and the Angels fame. Uh, this dude's a stud, man. What about absolute stud, Vladimir uh, Guerrero? Quan, dude doesn't even, dude hasn't missed like a swing. Who are we talking about? The Guardians. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Stephen Kwan. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he's 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 on pace to have the greatest season in the history of Major League Baseball. Yeah, every time he swings the bat, he hits. Look, the 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 Mets are off to the best start in the National League with five and two start. They 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 signed Max Scherzer. They spent a lot of money. That 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 new owner that they got is 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 all in, dude. He's he's trying to win some games. Uh, benches cleared. We we had our first bench clearing brawl between the uh, the Mets and the Nationals, right? Back-to-back days, Pete Alonso got hit in the head. Francisco Lindor gets hit in the head the next day. Buck Walter, fiery, fiery old-school baseball man. Out there, 65-year-old man starting shit with 20-year-old kids. I, I respect it. You you want to play baseball for a guy like Buck Walter. Uh, in, in the National League, uh, Clayton Kershaw, l- let me throw a scenario at you, all right? All right, you're a... Baseball is is of of the three major sports by far the most the most romantic, right? The, the, they, they feel like they... The, the records in baseball have always meant a little bit more, right? Uh, Clayton Kershaw goes out there, first start of the season. Coming off an injury last year, right? Did not pitch in the postseason last year. Coming off an elbow injury. So his first start of the season, uh, seven innings completed. Something like 12 strikeouts. Uh, was perfect. Was perfect through seven innings. 80 pitches. They pulled him. They yanked him. In the history of Major League Baseball, there has been 22 perfect games in the history of baseball. I mean, he has a no-hitter. He has several Cy Youngs. He has a World Series. Does not have a perfect game. Like that, th- Those are hollowed grounds. And they pulled him. They pulled him. I don't agree with that. Where do you stand on that? The, Pulling? The, the, health, the health of the player is, is outweighs the... Negative. That, I mean, that, that's the stance. Uh, let's be honest. Uh, Dave Roberts, Dodger manager, is being shit on this. for it, and there it, should it's, be, it's not his decision. There should it's be 23 perfect games. Uh, World Series? No, that that dude who uh, he threw the perfect Galarraga. Yeah, Armando yeah. Galarraga. In the the ump the ump fucked him. Jim Joyce. Jim Joyce. Yeah. yeah. The fact that I know that umpire's name 
with that tombstone cowboy mustache that he has. Did I tell you? <laughs> I'm fired up. I'm choking on my own spit here. I saw Jim Joyce at spring training. 2009, let's call it. After this Galarraga incident. You know, I'm sitting there. A couple beers in. Me and, me and my dad's spring training game. Scott still. Giants. And I see Jim Joyce pass in full umpire attire. Your, your boy's sitting there front row. That's how we do spring training. Front row behind the dugout. Big and baller. He walks right past me and I say, hey, Jim. Turns and looks at me. Ruined any perfect games lately? <laughs> Kept walking. <laughs> Kept walking. Am I a jerk? Nah. Am I a jerk? No. They, like In that moment, bro, you got to know what's going to happen. All right? The 20. Any bang, bang player calling that out. And it wasn't bang bang. No, yeah, yeah the out. dude was like five feet off the bag. <laughs> it, it upsets me. So it upsets me. the the other The other note I had from the MLB yeah. was from the Cincinnati Reds. Their owner, their owner comes out. Their owner's kid actually. He's the president of, of the Cincinnati or, Reds. He's the owner's yeah, kid. Yeah, yeah. Essentially, their owner comes out, and they're asking about like, hey, you know, the Reds are bad. This and that. Traded you, everybody. Traded everybody. All high price talent. You guys look terrible. And he's like, he he has the balls, audacity, the audacity to tell in an interview, in an in nationally yeah. nationally televised interview that's going to hit the Twitter pages. Yeah. And, it was a local interview in Cincinnati, wasn't it? Yeah, and he on tells a, on them Cincinnati radio station. What are you? You know, if you're essentially, if you're a fan of the Reds, what are you going to do? Yeah, he's like, you know, you're going to go root for another team. Yeah, hey, what are you? You guys are, you know, you guys are either going to root for us or, you know, we're going to move. Pretty much saying, screw the fans. Yeah. They're going to come to the games regardless yeah, of, he, of what we do. Yeah, I don't care. Like, Yeah, you don't you do not do that. So, Major League Baseball, this is what happens, all right? There's, there's not a salary cap, all right? Major League Baseball is a world of haves and have-nots, all right? They, they need a minimum salary yeah, cap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the haves are the... The New York Yankees, the Los Angeles Dodgers, the, the the San Francisco Giants, the Red Sox. They're the haves, dude. They, they they spend 220, 240, go above the salary threshold of 240 million. Like, like they, they do that. They pay do a that. luxury tax. They pay a luxury tax to to the 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 Cleveland Guardians, the Pittsburgh Pirates, the the Tampa Bay Rays, the have nots, the 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 twins, the Royals, the, the Orioles. The 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 I mean the Phillies suck. There needs to be a floor. So in the NBA, this happens. There's a floor. So uh, I, I read an article the other day that if uh, 12-man rosters, you're, you're allowed to have up to 15. Most teams carry 12-13. And towards the end of the playoff push, they'll sign an extra guy or two. And locker rooms get pissed off when they sign an extra guy or two to a, a 2, 3, 4, 5 million or whatever it is. Because if they don't sign that 14th, 15th man because of the salary floor in the NBA, they divide that by 12 or 13 and give an extra little piece to everyone to make sure they hit that salary floor. So it's real awkward when when, when you just signed a 10-day contract towards the end of the season and you walk into a locker room with 13 guys that are, that are side-eye fucking you because you just took millions of dollars off their table to join that team. I mean, like, you have haves and haves nots. Yep. Like, how bad... Does it suck mm-hmm. with Detroit professional sports? <laughs> They're terrible. Well, you got Motor City Dan Campbell. So Everything it, about Detroit professional sports is terrible. Well, I mean, the Detroit Tigers had a nice run there. The Miguel Cabrera years, they, they made it to a World Series. They won an American League championship, I believe it was 2000, 2012. But they lost to the Giants in the World Series. The Lions. Yeah, Lions the, are bad. The Red Wings. Yeah. They're bad. The, I mean, but the, the Pistons. 
there's been some past success, right? The past, the Pistons, <laughs> the Isaiah Thomas Pistons won two championships. We're the, pretty the, down in the dumps currently. The yeah, the the Tajon Prince, uh, Rip Hamilton, Ben Wallace, Rasheed Wallace, uh, Chauncey Billup Pistons won a couple championships. But for right? a city that has four professional franchises, yeah, and it's like that, yeah. I mean, l- l- let's be honest, like us out here in the in Arizona, dude, like we're not known for winning. You know what I mean? The the Suns are the one seed. Uh, the the Diamondbacks had one championship in in, in two thousand one. But at least there's some promise, not with the Diamondbacks, but at least there's some promise with the yeah the Suns, and there's yeah. some promise yeah. with the Cardinals. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think the the Coyotes. I don't know. Like Coyotes were in a Stanley Cup championship, maybe seven eight. But years there's ago. some promise with some of the. Yeah. The, yeah. There's something to look forward to with mm-hmm. Cardinals football sometimes. Yeah. yeah. No. No. Yeah. M- multiple playoff appearances in the last decade. The Kurt like, Warner, Carson Palmer, Kyler Murray, like we've been fortunate in the quarterback position in the last 10, 15 years. Yeah, I mean, it, there's something to look forward to. Yeah. But yeah, I had a, I had a problem with the Reds' uh, owner's son. Yeah, it comes off real real tone deaf, real my daddy has money and you yeah, don't type like, of deal. He has no connection to what they are. Yeah, for that guy to be the president of a baseball team is is insulting to, to the sport of baseball. Right? Yeah. Nah. Uh, come, and and then he issued an apology the next day, right? Because of the backlash. Well, I mean that that that's the heart of, ba- of baseball, bro. The, the St. Louis, Missouri, Cincinnati, Ohio. You know what I mean? Like like the the middle America, America's pastime type of shit, right? And and it, it it's just a bad look. It's just a bad look. And 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 the Reds are historically the the big red machine. Pete Rose, Johnny Bench, Tony Perez, like the like big this, red machine, the big red machine. Like <laughs> like, like you know what I mean? Eh, did didn't sit well with me. No, nah, and I. Uh, yeah, I don't like the idea of your owner coming out and acting like that. You know, not the owner, but the owner's son or yeah. whatever. Yeah. I mean, just your front office being just completely tone deaf. Yeah. On, it's not a good look. It's not a good look. Because, I mean, you'll give it to some of these franchises like, hey, ma- maybe they lose, but at least they're out there trying to figure it out mm-hmm. and trying to do something, not coming out and saying, hey, man, like you guys can like the team or not. If you guys, If you guys don't want to support us, we'll just move. It's not a good look. It's not a good look from a... I mean, people save up money to go to these baseball games, dude, to, to, to take their family to a, to a baseball game. And that's and that's, that's part of the problem in the NBA, right? Adam, Siddler, Adam, Sa- Adam Sandler, Adam Silver, a- NBA commissioner, finally addressed it. Like, yeah, dude, it's a bad look that our superstars are paying, playing in 70% of these games. Like, it's a bad look, right? Like, if me a kid, like, I only got... As a kid, we, we went to the Suns game. I probably went to five or six Suns games in my life growing up. Yeah. Like, if, if Charles Barkley wasn't playing, dude, yeah, I was upset. I mean, if, could if, you, if Kevin Johnson wasn't yeah, playing. Yeah, I, I couldn't imagine, uh, you know, being a, you know, you pick a franchise, like, mm-hmm. say, being a fan of uh, the Lakers. Yeah. In, <laughs> what a dumpster fire. Yeah, but I mean, just <laughs> you're a fan of the Lakers. You want to go to a game because you want to see mm-hmm. Russell Rest, Russell Westbrook. You want to see LeBron James. You want to, you know, you want to see all these dudes. Anthony Davis, Carmelo, Dwight Howard. Yeah. You, you, you want to see them. And you get to the, you know, you make the trip over there. And let's say you're in Arizona. Like, yeah. there's, there's. We're Lakers. four hours away from Phoenix. But you, they're, say they're playing the Suns and yeah. you go up there. Oh, man, like, this is my one chance to, to catch, catch LeBron. Mm-hmm. And you go up there and he's sitting. Rest. Resting because it's a back-to-back. He's going to sit there in a oddly oddly colored sweater with a pair of glasses 
pair of fake 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 reading glasses drinking wine at the end of the bench. <laughs> it's not a good look. No, I mean it's not a good look. Is it, like I, I, you just don't see it in other sports. No, like you, you don't. don't. You baseball don't. players don't. I don't. They don't rest. Like I mean, baseball players are the manliest athletes in America. <laughs> to go out there 162 times a year. Yeah, I mean, strap it on 162 times a year. It's tough. It's tough. Not like football players only have to play once a week. <laughs> Get hit. It, I'm saying this in jest, all right? <laughs> Relax. You're you're about to get some uh, Twitter yeah, mentions some, some hate, on that some one. Hate, some Twitter hate. So on this past Saturday, mm-hmm. we came to the uh, wise decision to watch the Ryan Garcia fight yeah. instead of UFC. God, that was the a, best UFC a, card of the year, apparently. It, it was my call. It was a bonehead move on my part. <laughs> Ryan Garcia looked like shit. Yeah. Takes a bum 12 rounds. Yeah, it was a bad fight. I mean, he shows up with these. He might. He, he should have been like, it was like he was fighting Spider from Rocky. <laughs> Spider Rico. <laughs> I mean, it, it was his 32nd, uh, was the Isaac Dog Bay or, or something like that, right? That was the guy he fought? Like. Is that, is that, is that right? It, it was. Yeah, something like. I, I mean, that. It was his 32nd professional fight. Uh, it was his No, second, it was Emmanuel Tago. Yeah, Emmanuel Tago. It was his second fight in America. I mean, that right there tells you everything you need to know. And and Ryan Garcia, I mean, just just tried to pot shot his way to a, to a knockout. It didn't happen. I think he dropped him once in the fourth or fifth. Right? It was an ugly fight. It didn't do any favors to Ryan Garcia. He showed up with these ridiculous. I mean, the guy was a clean cut dude, and all of a sudden he goes and disappears for a year and a half, and he comes back with all these. Half-ass tattoos, like, like uh, they weren't even, I don't know, man. Yeah, it looked so like he like, got up out of the chair and left halfway it, through his tattoos. I, I, I mean, that, that that to me strikes me as a guy who's who's trying to change his the perception he has of it, trying to be a little bit of a bad boy. Yeah. You he, know what I mean? He doesn't want a little bit of a bad boy. He doesn't want to look like a Disney He doesn't want to look like a, like a, look, man, I'm not a Ryan Garcia guy, all right? I'm not. Canelo kicked him out of his gym for a reason. Uh, and bo- boxing, oh, my God, right? Andy Reese, right? And former undisputed heavyweight champion of the world, right? Knocked out Anthony Joshua. Uh lost the rematch. Like like this dude should be fighting the the Wilders, the Furies, the 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 Dylan Whites, the the Pavek. fight fight names. He's fighting a kickboxer on Triller. It was just announced yesterday. <laughs> like that that's Andy Rodriguez's business plan to get back to a title shot. He's fighting a kickboxer on Triller. Like 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 you hear Andy Ruiz Andy Ruiz, you hear about these 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 fighters that that succumb to to drugs and alcohol, and Andy Ruiz like 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 he's he's getting his ass kicked by tacos and enchiladas, bro. <laughs> like like food is ruining this guy's career. <laughs> I digress. What about um seeing Triple G come back for a fight? Yeah, look, forty year old Triple G looked good, man. He looked good. He fought a legit uh. Hundred uh, uh, a legit middleweight champion, right? He took his belt. Uh, he looked good at four, for a forty year old man, and now he's on a collision course. If 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 Canelo on May seventh can take care of business against against uh, what is it? Baval, he's fighting May seventh. If if look, Canelo's gonna win that fight, and that's gonna set up a September showdown for the third time. I'm so tired of these Triple Canelo G. fights, dude. Baval's a real dude. Wes. Nah, he's a real dude. Yeah, Canelo he, wouldn't fight him if he was. He's a oh, stop it, Wesley. Stop it. Come on. Are we doing this? Hey, are we doing this? This is the guy. Yeah, this is the guy. Like yeah. you guys tried to convince me. Yeah. I went to I went to watch this Canelo fight because mm-hmm. everybody's all excited, mm-hmm. and so I'm like, okay, I got to do you know, 
Got to do my research. Yeah. See who see who we're going against here. Mm-hmm. And I see the guy's lost his last three fights. Yeah. And you guys tried in some way. You guys were all brainwashed and tried to convince me that Canelo has to fight this guy for the title. Yeah. There is never a situation in sports where some sports, combat sports, anything where any team or person has to beat a guy who lost his last three to to get to the title. Yeah, he had a belt. Yeah, I I, I realize boxing is a disgusting, uh, it's a disgusting sport, dude. Like, and, but and but for him to. See what he's doing at this stage of his career. And what was that bum he fought last time? <laughs> like he beat the shit out of some dude and everyone, nah, this guy this guy's good. This guy Plant. Caleb Plant was a legit undefeated. This guy's good and he fucking whooped the shit out of him. Caleb Plant was it was a legit 168 pound champion undefeated. Uh Yeah, dude, like Caleb Plant fighting yeah. kindergartners or something because he didn't belong in the ring with Canelo. He, he, I mean, who does? Who does, Wesley? Who does? I feel like Baval will 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 be a bigger challenge than Caleb Plant was, but but at the end of the day, this like this is what you guys say every time. Canelo is at this point of his career, bro. He's a he's chasing history. All right, that's what he, he's a belt collector. He's in the mogul stage of his career. All right, he's, I mean, he's he's. he's I mean, this is a man who luckily, started out. Luckily, at, he already has that one loss, so we don't have to worry about the. This is a guy that started his career at 147 pounds, Wesley. 147 pounds, welterweight, cleaned up that division, cleaned up the 154 uh, uh, junior middleweight, became beat Triple I'm G, not at 160. To, he's he's fighting at 175 uh, like, now. Like that's the one I watched. Yeah, where you can't tell me that was like fairly I, judged. I agree with you. I agree with you. I think Triple G outpointed him the first fight, but. They fought a second time, Wesley, and you can't tell me with a straight face I, that Canelo I'm not didn't, saying that. didn't I'm, take the fight. But so. you know exactly which one I'm talking about. Yeah, the first fight. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. Um, Dimitri Bivol, that's who's fighting May 7th. Caleb Plant, he uh, he defeated before that Billy Joe Saunders. He's, 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 he's going country to country collecting belts, bro. Billy Joe Saunders was an undefeated middleweight champion. Broke his jaw. Made that guy no mas uh, Roberto Duran in his own corner. Didn't want to fight anymore. Yeah, that was another one. I remember I was watching that one. I'm like, like where? Like, uh, the guy you're talking about is Avni Yildrim. Yeah, that was a that was a bad one, bro. Yeah, that was, and you guys, you guys defended that fight. Well, well saying, yeah, because he's no, trying no, to unify the he's, title. He's got to do it. He's got to do he's it. He's got to unify no, the title. There's no what champion has lost his last three fights. He was awarded the title on a technicality. <laughs> that's but, fucking but that, the, bullshit. But, but that, that's the way that the dude had lost his boxing. The dude and, had hey, lost his last three fights, and you guys are saying he had to fight him. <laughs> there's there's several fights out there for Canelo. I mean, and I remember being in that fight, and I'm like, like nobody's gonna say anything. Like the guy lost his last three fights, and they're like, "Oh, you're one of those guys." I'm like, <laughs> "He's fighting a guy that lost his last three. There's." No, in no situation in any sport is that considered like a real match fight game. Look, since the Canelo fight, he's been hot. He's won his last three fights, so he's 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 on the mend. Ola, ola, <laughs> Mister Robot, Avni Yildrim. Uh, yeah, but in the you know to sum it all up, we missed the best UFC card of the year. Yeah, Burns and uh, uh, what's that guy's name? The Chechnyan. 
They put on match of the year. Yeah, yeah. And then and then two title fights. How about all all Ali G Sterling uh defeating Peter Yan in the rematch, bro? Like that that was a year in the making and outpointing him. And then in the main event, Korean Zombie, one of my favorite fighters, the best entrance walk in the history of mixed martial arts, just just got it got his bell rung against against the Australian Volkanovski. Yeah, like the the guy Gilbert Burns, he fought a. How do you even say it? Chimaev? 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 Yeah, Chimaev. Yeah, I don't like. I don't want to butcher these that guys. That dude. That dude's a. That dude. That dude's probably gonna get Colby Covington next, on his way to an Usman super fight. Correct. More than likely. If I'm Usman, I don't want to fight that guy, bro. Well, you probably don't. But this is what's great about. Yeah, UFC. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't like, like Dana White as a person, bro. But like when Dana White says you fight people, you got to fight them. I mean that. That's what happens when you have one guy running the show, not not thirteen promoters and 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 six titles for every weight class. Yeah, it's it's, it's disgusting what boxing's become. It seems like it's few and far between in MMA where the guys like you know the negotiations for a fight because mm-hmm. these guys sign the fight deals. Yeah. You know they're getting paid a certain amount, and yeah. yeah, are they getting paid as much as boxing? No, but you don't get trash. And and uh, heavyweight champion uh, Tyson Fury is a fight coming up with Dylan White, right? I believe that's in is that in May. Is that at Wembley? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should, should be a big fight. I, I think. I think. Uh, I think it's going to be his last one. He said Dylan White's only. Well, I mean, well, Tyson Fury. He he admittedly said he's looking at he want you know he's going out undefeated. Mm-hmm. He's going to win his fight, go out undefeated, and then when they were. I mean, what if you're offered money for a big fight? And he's like, well, I'll probably fight again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, that's and, the mogul stage. And asking him, you know, they asked Tyson Fury, what are you going to do when you're, you know, you retire? He's like, I'm going to drink a lot. Yeah, he's a gypsy, bro. You know yeah. that, right? The gypsy oh, king. Yeah. He's a long line of family. Uh, I mean, I figured he was when his name's the gypsy king. Well, I mean, it's not just a moniker. It's a way of life, <laughs> Wes. <laughs> he's got a couple trailers. Yeah, and- a- Stagecoach, uh, riding a stagecoach from town to town. <laughs> the uh, we got we got a little bit of time. What uh, winning time? Yeah, winning time. Like, if you guys, that- if you guys listening, haven't watched this yeah. show. I mean, I know mm-hmm. me and Jeff. I was talking about it with Jeff. He mm-hmm. hadn't watched it yet. Yeah, fantastic. It's great. It's on HBO. Uh, uh, we're six episodes in deep, right? It's based on the Jeff Perlman book. Uh, Jeff Perlman. I went on a deep dive. Like I. Jeff Perlman has written some fantastic books. Jeff Perlman. He 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 wrote Winning Time about the '80s Lakers, the the how how Jerry Buss bought the team and turned that into Showtime and the the legendary franchise that it's become. He wrote a second Laker book. It's called Three, Three Ring Circus on so, the on the on the yeah, Kobe Shack. But the show was supposed to be called Showtime. Yeah, but it's on HBO. Can't call it Showtime. Not only that, uh, Pat Riley actually owns the licensing fees to uh, Showtime. Like that's that's his uh, pet, if you will. Former head coach, and I Lakers. think it's really cool in that show. You're seeing like the young Pat Riley and yeah. how he first started getting. They involved. make him look like a loser, bro. The first six episodes. I mean, I mean, th- there's a scenario where where if 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 uh, what's his name, the head coach doesn't fall off that bike. Yeah, Pat, Pat, R- Pat Riley's probably still be the the, the play by play Jack McKinney in a freakish bike, which I had no idea. That's how Pat Riley got his start in the league as a coach. Pat Riley uh, played at Kentucky, won a national championship, played in the league, was a, was a journeyman point guard. Uh, pretty much out of 
I get it. Well, I it, think it for, went from you. So you go from McKinney to Westhead, yeah, and yep, then yep. wasn't it Magic? There Ma- wasn't Magic did him on Westhead. He 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 didn't like his Shakespearean background. Yeah, and and uh, when I first saw uh, the Forgetting Sarah Marshall guy, what's his name? The actor that plays Westhead in mm-hmm. the show. I kind of rolled my eyes. I was like, oh, this guy. But no, he's he's six episodes in, very believable. Yeah, uh, do, doing a good job. Great, uh, great show so far. The casting has been phenomenal. Yeah, Adam McKay. Of stepbrother fame, former ex best friend of Will Ferrell, which that news was broken on 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 the air here, right? About seven eight months ago when we first talked about this. <laughs> uh, from from Jerry Buss being played by John C. Riley to to Quint, is it is it Quincy Isaiah with the, the the first time actor playing Magic? Like, yeah, he, I mean terrific. I don't know all the guys' names, but the the way they you know the guy playing Kareem, the guy playing yeah. Magic, Adrian they're... Brody playing for Oscar winner Adrian Brody playing Pat Riley. Uh, Entertaining show. Yeah, Entertaining I'm I'm right show. with you on the the other the other show I watched. Uh, thankfully, I watched against my better judgment. What's that? After the I watched 1883. I ha- haven't started it. I'm um, I'm I'm into Yellowstone. Have uh, not started 1883. Yeah, Talk to me about 1883. Well, I, it was against my better judgment mm-hmm. to watch it because yep. Yellowstone sucks. Stop it. In the. Uh, I'm thinking of buying a ranch. That's how into Yellowstone I yeah. am, bro. Terrible show. Like, I mean, just go back to the first season it's of Yellowstone. Fantastic. It's entertaining. Dude, he kills people in three episodes in a row, and nothing happens. Yeah, like, bro, you and, to- and and by all accounts, now I'm right because everybody's getting on my bus, saying like, "Yeah, the show's completely jumped the shark now." Yeah, that la- season four of Yellowstone. Wasn't the best, but that's what happens, Wes. That's what you so, you you write a show to be three or four seasons, and and it's become the most popular show in America. So of course these 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 TV heads are gonna be like, hey dude, listen, T- Taylor Sheridan, creator of Yellowstone <laughs> in 1883. I know this was supposed to be four or five seasons, but we're making so, so much money off this shit. Make it for ten seasons. They kill a lot of people in 1883, but yeah. it feels more believable because of that time era. Yeah, bro. Like late 19th century. So, that's the problem. Yellowstone feels like it should have been, in, with as many people as they kill, it should have been in that 1883 era. Yeah. L- l- listen, the late late 19th century, you're talking eye for an eye type of shit. All right? Wyatt Earp, Doc Holliday. Yeah, you st- someone steals your wallet, you turn around and shoot them. Yeah. That's how it worked. Yeah, that, that that's when men were men. <laughs> you know, someone calls you a cheater at poker, you should fucking shoot them. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's how it worked. Go go watch Tombstone. That was the laws. Go watch Tombstone, bro. <laughs> Billy Bob Thornton's in it. Is he really? Yeah. Also in Tombstone, coincidentally yeah. enough. That's why I said that. Yeah. All he right. said Tombstone. Billy Bob Thornton's in 1883. Listen, he's cameo. Did, did you like 1883? So so you're on board with it so far. Yeah. Like, people that I trust. But that was. That were... But that was the problem. Like, I think I was on board with Yellowstone. The, like, as and I told you, mm-hmm. I had. Mm-hmm. I watched the first season, mm-hmm. and I think my take on it, and I told you from the beginning, mm-hmm. decent show, unbelievable. Yeah, That was my original take. Mm-hmm. Second season, decent show, unbelievable. Third season, now nah, I'm done. You're out. Yeah. Well, season se- season four wasn't great, but the first three seasons were terrific. Kevin Costner, it, such a gentleman. It's just too... It, such a it, gentleman. It was too Kevin much. Um, all the reviews I've gotten from 1883, my father... Love Fizzy Season 1. Danny. Homeboy Danny. Love Season 1. Uh, yeah, it feels like a Western. Like yeah, in- a legit Western. Mm-hmm. Not a modern Western where guys are wearing skinny jeans with 
walking around looking like Tim McGraw. Yeah, I mean, in Faith Hill, Tim McGraw mm-hmm. played great acting. Uh, Virgil Earp. What's the, what's the guy's name? Uh, Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott. I mean, that that's a, that that might be the best mustache in Hollywood, bro. Sam Elliott. Yeah. So it was a decent, you know, pretty good first season. Yeah. Uh, we'll watch it. Haven't watched it. Kind of disappointed myself that I have not watched it. Uh, we'll watch it. What else are you watching right now? Uh, what am I watching right now? What am I watching right now? Uh, besides winning time. The thing about Pam on NBC. Have you heard of that? No. Renee Zellweger. It's a six episode based on a true story. It's a, it's a base in a, it's a tiny town in Missouri. It's a, it's a girl, uh, Pam Hupp is her name. Real person. Google her. Crazy shit. She murders her best friend to get insurance money. Frames the husband for it. He goes to jail for it for three years. Murders her. Uh, I think she got $180,000 insurance policy on that. She was the, the beneficiary. Uh, a couple years later, murders her mother to get another $170,000, I think it was. Made it look like an accident. And the third person she mar- uh, murdered, she actually gets caught and gets arrested for that one. They turn back and pin the other murders on her. Pretty wild story. True story. Makes you question the police work in small towns in Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically the gist of it. Uh, I had nothing to do on my day off. I sat down, watched the first episode. Before you know it, I'm six episodes deep into the. Uh, I had a show. I had a show catch me off guard. Yeah, it was a uh, Apple, the Apple TV Plus or whatever it's called. There's some good stuff on Apple. Yeah, there, Plus, there is. Like, I mean, obviously, the best show. Yeah. On who told you about it? You did. Who recommended it? You did. And yeah. I binge watched that whole show in yeah. like four it's hours. Terrific. Ted Lasso. Jason Sudeikis. Yeah, that was awesome. Mm-hmm. But. I saw uh, Severance, and it had uh, it had the dude from uh, Parks and Rec. Yeah, uh, 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 Megan Mullally's husband. Probably, I don't know his name. The 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 guy with the mustache. No, 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 no. Woodworker, not Swanson. That's on Hulu. That show was cool. Who are we talking about? It. He was uh he was the one married to Amy Poehler on Parks oh, and Rec. Oh, Leslie Nope. You're talking about. Give me one. His second. name was Ben in Parks yeah. and Rec. Yeah, yeah, I know. Who you're but. So I see him in there. I'm thinking, oh, it's probably a comedy show. No, no, it's not. And I, I watched it, and I pretty much binge watched that whole season of Severance. Adam Scott. Yeah, and I binge watched that whole season of Severance, mm-hmm. and that was that was great. Yeah, uh, it's like a sci-fi show. I've heard like, some good things. Ha- ha- haven't seen. I don't know what you're talking about. There, there's a lot of good stuff to watch right now, bro. And it's like a mind bender, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, pretty cool. Like so, the the premise of the show is the. You sign up to be in the severance thing, which it's supposed to separate your work life and your home life. Mm-hmm. And so once you get in the elevator and go upstairs, you have this little, you know, they, they injected this little thing in their head. And once you go upstairs, like you have no memory of who you were, you know, as a human in the world. Really? So you go up there and essentially like you're living this whole other work life. Once you go back downstairs, you don't remember work. Hmm. And that's like, you know, the how how many episodes are we talking here? I think it was eight, seven or eight, something like that. Some good stuff on Apple Plus. I'll have to. Yeah, you got to watch that one. It was pretty good. I'll have to give that one a. Yeah, that a whirl. Yeah, so I watched Severance and I watched eighteen eighty three. Mm-hmm. I'll probably watch eighteen eighty three before I watch Severance, but I do plan on watching both of them. <laughs> Been watching a lot of Office reruns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, because you got to wait. Every week for winning time to come on HBO. and Are we doing, uh, when's the NFL draft? Uh, two weeks. Two weeks. All right. I, we, two uh, weeks from today. We got to sit down and have our uh, NFL draft ex- extravaganza. Probably two, 
We'll probably do that in the next week or two, right? We probably need to do it next week because the NFL drafts two weeks <laughs> that from That Thursday. It's on a Thursday, correct? Yeah. Round one Thursday, two and three Friday, Saturday, four through seven. Yeah. Uh, not too many big marquee names this year in the draft, but uh, that, that's going to happen when your quarterbacks are are down, right? Everything I'm reading, Aiden Hutchinson going number one, right? So far, yeah. It's going to be a heavy D-line, heavy offensive tackle, wide receiver draft, right? That's what it looks like. Those two Ohio State kids, those those, those two uh, Bama kids. Yeah, the, the, the Ohio State wide receivers should go pretty early. I'll give you uh, every mock draft I've seen has the Cardinals going wide receiver in the first round. I mean, that's what we do, right? We draft wide receivers and oversized linebackers in the first couple rounds. Yeah. Keep it up, Steve Keim. Doing a great job. <laughs> well, a lot of good talk. Covered the sports. Good talk. We had a lot of NFL news for being two weeks before the draft. Yeah, yeah. It's exciting stuff. But we'll be coming back at you next week looking uh, at our breakdown yep. for the draft. Miss you, Jeffy. Thank you guys for joining us. Yo, Adrian, we did it. Y'all have a great night.